Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos for the big game and the upcoming college basketball tournament. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBET.com. Download the app, bet big and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too, 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. We're in Arizona this week. That's right. In the background, you can hear a couple coyotes. You can hear the wind whistling off these mountains. I'm staring at a cactus right now. We are in Phoenix, Arizona, the site of Super Bowl 57. We've had an amazing week out here. Great time. You've been following along on Twitter, YouTube, all of our platforms. I know you have. And we've got Brian Dawkins today for you. That's right. Weapon X sat in our backyard, talked to Bo Allen and Chris Long about all things Eagles, his NFL career, his nickname, becoming an author, even got into his time in Denver a little bit. You'll be plenty fired up after you listen to this episode. And I know you'll be watching the Super Bowl on Sunday. Please have us on the side. We'll be live streaming on YouTube from kickoff to the final whistle. Make sure you have us on your side TV, on your laptop. Have us in the living room while you're watching the big game. Y'all, please enjoy. Much love. All right, I'm here with uh, Bo Allen and Eagles legend, my guy, Brian Dawkins, who's been gracious enough to come join us at, at the Ponderosa. <laughs> well, I was getting to you. I, yeah, you had to let me get through my intros. I was t- and there's another Eagles legend. So, uh, Doc, man, appreciate you coming oh, out, man. My pleasure, brother. My pleasure. It's so good to see you. And I, we were talking off camera. Um, 2017 was special for me for a lot of reasons, but one of the main ones was having you in the building every day I can remember game mornings, night before game, you know, Wednesday afternoon, sitting and breaking bread with you, getting to soak in kind of the lessons. And, you know, uh, not every player gets that in the NFL. So appreciate you. That was fun. Oh, no, it was a blessing, man. I get a chance to come back and uh, and share some of the stuff that I saw. That's yeah. what I always tried to share. Some of the things that I saw and um, the things that, that I had seen that worked and those things that didn't work. And if I can add – a little bit to you and give you a little something that, that could potentially help you out, then I thought that, you know, potentially that would help us get to the big dance, brother. Were there guys for yeah. you when you were a young player that were kind of good vets to you? Yeah, it it was. And to, to get you to a point, so it, so, and that's the thing. So when I see something, I want to congratulate you on the thing that I saw. Cause yeah. I know for me, I know I had somebody in to your point, that would point those things out like yeah, it was it was yeah so and so you're playing the game as hard as you can you you don't necessarily know how to watch yourself on film sometimes i know i didn't and then you have someone pointing something out man do you know how different that is i'm like uh no yeah. no that's different yeah and so me being able to then pass that on to you uh was a blessing and so one of those individuals from a health standpoint was um with Irvin Fryer, you know, yeah. Irvin had played played in a while in the in the league for a while, and he said this these this one phrase to me one time when he was he was shaving in the in the in the restroom when I had walked in. He said, "Rook, if you take care of your body now, it'll take care of you later," and that changed the way that I saw myself as far as condition is concerned, yeah. what I ate, and all those things. Yeah. But as far as on the field, um, Troy Vincent was probably one of those guys. Yeah. For me. Wisconsin guy. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, watching Troy and the technician that he was at the cornerback position, and people don't understand this or know this, that I was basically of the fourth corner when I was drafted against the right. Philadelphia Eagles. They, they put me in coverage a whole lot. So I'm learning a whole lot of things, coverage techniques and all of those things from him, but not just that. 
how to handle yourself as a professional as yeah. well. So those yeah. are the type of things that he blessed me with. And I think like the new NFL, the one thing the guys miss out on is that old NFL veteran heavy locker room. Yeah. You know, I can remember in St. Louis, I tell this story a lot being 28 and uh, I was one of the guys, but I'm 28 and I got the closest parking spot to the building or the second closest. That's not good. You know, <laughs> at 28, right? We need, right, we yeah. need, we need those old NFL vets. Yeah. Like for me, it was James Hall. You know, it was Leonard Little, Fred Robbins, those guys. And I don't think guys in this game get that as much. Yeah, well, I well, feel like the Eagles team, you know, this year has that a lot. Yeah, know? like I'm just thinking defensive line because that's kind of how our mind operates. But like Sue. Linval Joseph's like an yeah. OG OG. I was talking with Kelsey yeah. last week and he told me so much. He's like, dude, I wish you would have played with Linval because he is like, you know, like how JP was in the locker room for us. Yeah. And and just that's something that like you can't replicate, man. Just those grizzled vets that like have seen it all. But also like those guys are around for so long because they're doing all the right stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that stuff bleeds its way throughout an organization. That's why you end up with good teams. Yeah. You know? Well, this week's a, a week you need the vets. We were talking about it. Like Give me your experience in being a leader on a team. And you, you went down to Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, we were sharing stories about Super Bowl week and all the distractions at hand. I don't think people realize the game is the game, but the week is not your normal it's week. The whole dog and pony show. How man. did you handle that, especially back in the day when I feel like guys could get into more trouble? Yeah, well, not very well from a taking it way too serious point. You took it too like serious. I, the thing that I always tell people now, I wish I would have – taking time to enjoy some of it. Yeah. Like I, I was literally like, I'm going to do it exactly the way that I would do it in Philadelphia. To the exact, I'm talking about every detail. I want to do it very similar to how I'd be home. And, and I did it when I went to Jacksonville. Even though it was back home, I didn't necessarily go see family members or nothing like that. Like I was like, no, yes. Hello, everyone. But I'm here to play a football game, and this yeah. is what I'm going to do. So I took it way too serious from that point of view. And um, again, I wish I would have done it differently. You know, kind of celebrate allow yourself to you know celebrate some of the things that you've been able to accomplish to that point were you tight before the game at all <sighs> no i was just like overly anxious man yeah. and then you know it take another hour seems like to start the game once yeah. you get on the field yeah. right? you got to sit around and listen to different people saying a whole bunch of different things and we had all these yeah. pageantry and all <laughs> these different things i'm like man can we go can we, yeah and that's even amplified can the we super kick, bowl yeah, yeah. can you know? we yeah can we kick this thing all the, the half goal? times long yeah. the whole thing the media day we're gonna go over later and ask those guys <laughs> some questions so we're part of the problem now yeah but you know that's a whole deal yeah. man that you know if you're a young player if they don't prompt you correctly you roll up to that thing and you're deer in the headlights. And I think it's different now because of the advent of social media. Yes. I think that mm -hmm. they're a little bit more understanding that you're going to be asked questions. You're yes. going to have to be able to share your, your um, whatever it is that they're going to ask you, right? And be able to um, <laughs> make wise use of your words in specific instances. But uh, back in the day, that was different. Like you weren't expected to do all of those things all of the time. It was mm -hmm. literally once you got in the field, it was time to kick the ball off and play. Yeah, no question. The Eagles now, we were talking about it. It's just a lot of fun being a fan. You know, like we got to be players, but there's no better organization to pull for after your career. They show you so much love. Yes. You know, um, even guys like myself or Bo, we see you on the field. That makes sense. There's 60,000 people cheering. We come home and we're like, do we deserve this? Yeah, this is, exactly. What did we do here? Exactly. You know what I mean? Brother, and that's, legend. But that's, <laughs> what, that's what, you know, being a champion in Philly is about, but or being a legend in Philly like you is about. And I just, uh, I wonder how much you're enjoying being a fan of this team. Oh, man, I enjoy. So I enjoy the growth of seeing where they came from. Same yeah. thing, we you know, same thing. Yeah. First year, didn't do, I'm talking about when, we were there and yeah. playing and me as an executive, seeing the things, the struggles of that first year, the things that we can, the conversations that we had during the offseason, some tough ones too, some tough, challenging conversations that, that I was blessed to have with some guys. And then to see this team, how they've been going into this year, and even some of the expressions on the coaches on the sideline. Yeah. You know, last year, the first year, you know, it was very um, wide-eyed. Yeah. It was real, you know, just kind of in, in over their hairs a little bit as far as some of the situations. And now this year, to see what they've been able to do to put these players into the 
uh, systems on both sides of the ball that brings the best out of yeah. every last yeah. think about it yeah. on the offense and defense like both sides of the ball guys are being put in a position to have success and that's what you want that's what you want to see and so I, i'm yeah. a i'm a huge fan of that because i saw i had a defensive coordinator that was great at that yeah Jim johnson yeah and same thing with andy i had a, a seeing him how he was able to help guys and we didn't have we didn't necessarily have the aj browns back in the day right. but the the guys that we did have at the receiver position, he still put them in a position to have success. So I'm a huge fan of that. That's yeah. The, well, you brought up Andy Reid, and like everyone's talking about, it's a Kelsey Bowl, but it's kind of the Andy Reid Bowl too. I mean, yeah. we were with him in Philly, <laughs> and he's had so much success in Kansas City. Like we we're hoping we could get some, you know, some of your insights on him as a coach, and because he players love him, you know, he's such a genuine guy, but he kind of kind of shakes up the mold as he's not a hard-ass coach you know he's not but he gets so much out of his players i was wondering if you could kind of maybe talk about that a little bit so i got a chance to see andy kind of grow as a coach as well obviously because mm -hmm. he was that was his first year with the eagles but I, i've seen him grow and the things that i'm most proud of andy and, and and being a former player of his is that he's not only did he do that in philadelphia yeah he went to the Kansas City Chiefs and did that and then some, mm -hmm. right? So he's having success. Right. And in both places, when you talk to players, to your point, we talk about the love that Andy has of allowing us. He would always say this, be yourself. Let your personality show. Yeah. Be you. Like, yeah. Don't try to be anything other than yourself. Let your, and I love that about it. Yeah. And so that in itself, and then and Kansas City, that they're doing – Jumping jacks in the backfield. Uh, yeah, the spinorama. Spinorama, yeah. spinorama. <laughs> so he's allowing guys to have fun at the same time as playing the game that they love to play. So I think all of those things um, is one of the reasons that you know guys love to play for Andy Reid. Well, it feels yeah, like he, it leads he's himself. Yeah, exactly. Which is important. Yeah. You know, like you can't fool a group of grown men like no. that. And I think. If, if I had a buddy who was going to be a head coach in the NFL, like mm -hmm. my number one advice to him would be like, you can't fool us. Right. You know, so you got to be yourself. And I think Andy kind of wears, yeah. wears it. He's he, Andy Reid and that's who he is. He does he the burgers. Young players he does the burgers. Yeah. Stay farm commercial yep. where he's drawing mustaches on yep. people like that kind of genuine, like he's himself that bleeds its way down into, and it makes it fun. Like kind of what you're yeah. talking about, like how you, you know, you wish you would have, wouldn't have taken it so seriously. Yeah. It feels like the chiefs at times. You know, they're kind of, they're like, they're out there. They they're having the fun, way, man. Well, two yeah. loose teams. Yeah. There's two loose yeah. teams. I agree. Yeah. This game. And I think, you know, interesting to stick here with, with the, you know, our 17 team. I keep making the people ask me about two, two different teams. They're incomparable. This team's better on paper for sure. Mm -hmm. But one thing that they've navigated that we didn't have to navigate was being the lead dogs the entire year, yep. which is a different challenge than sneaking up out of nowhere. Yep. Um, you know, like being expected things of, um, I think I'm really impressed with how they've worn that and still had fun. You know, they're, they're yeah. brash. They're, they're almost cocky. Yeah, but I like it. And I like it. <laughs> you know, we weren't like that. No, you know, it's, it's just, every team has a different personality. Absolutely. And the difference with also the, the team that the two seven thing that we had so many injuries that year, Yeah, yeah. so many key guys go down Yeah, and all of a sudden the guy that steps in not only plays well, but the people that went down were like always in meetings. They they never left the building. You yeah. never thought that they were, you know, away from the team. But then they never felt that they were away from the team. They were still adding yeah. and, and giving their valuable time and and things that they saw to the to the next player up. So that was a different set of circumstances yeah. for that team to grow under. And that's we grew under we grew into the underdog. Right? Yeah, we loved that. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we we loved it. it. Felt right, we loved yeah. it too. It felt right. Come it on. just felt like yeah. that's what we were about. Now this team is like they're the top dogs. Yeah, it's different. But yeah. to come out after a bye and play the way they have, like you know, in the playoffs and stuff like that, like I don't know if they're people prepared. exactly. They're like, prepared. Ready all to you go. can do is beat the teams in front of you. Yeah. That's all you. That's all you can do, and that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And so here's the thing for me. Um, one of the things that, and I'll get into it. So one of the things that happened that year. 2017 that was a blessing i'm not i don't like to see players yeah. get hurt but a blessing was when zach got hurt yeah when zach got hurt yep then the ball needed to be spread it to yep. everywhere mm -hmm. yep. right because mm -hmm. i remember looking in practice that it would be in seven on seven and seven straight balls would go to zach yes i'm cool like he's a great target yeah. right yeah. yeah but you still have other guys on the yep. field that yep. can get open right yep. so i thought that that allowed at the time carlson at the time to spread the ball around yep. 
And now everybody, he began to see, that, okay, now I can do all of these other things. So mm-hmm. that actually spread us out and made us a better team, yep. right? This year, um, they had not faced any adversity yeah. until the end of the season. Yeah. And so it's hard for a team, a new young team, to go into a season and then you win all the way up into the playoffs and you have no adversity. Right. So you have nothing yeah. that you have to come back from. Not you have no, there's no test there. Yeah. So one of the, again, one of the blessings, I'm not saying, I don't, again, I don't like privy to get hurt. Yeah. But the point is, is that the adversity of yes. Dallas going down for a little while, the yeah. adversity of then your starter hurts going down for a little while. Yeah. How Losing do you rebound for a couple that? weeks too? Yeah. yeah. Which is a big one. Right. So but it's an opportunity. That's what adversity is. I mean, it, is. it legitimately is. It, that's it, what it, it is. As a football team and a football player, yes. you know, it is an opportunity for growth if you have the the time to grow. And that's the if thing. You, and that's the thing that's about being 10 about. and 0 or 9 and 1. Like you give yourself a cushion to screw up a little bit mm-hmm. and learn from it. Yeah. Get a little dirty. And, it, and, and, and I'm pretty sure in those meetings, when you're losing that game to Dallas, when you're losing, so you can yeah. have some very intense conversations yes. in those. Even though you're, yeah. even though you've won ten games, yes, nine games, eleven games, I can, I can, we can have some intense conversations. Boiling up too, yeah. things that have been boiling up. Yeah, yes. being a teammate, being a player, being a coach, like there are relationships. You know, like we spend more time with the people in the building than we do our wives and our kids during right. the season. Yes, so we have like fifty-two relationships. You know, and and they're all different, but like sometimes shit is boiling under the surface that you need to lose for people to yeah. like let it out and to get through it and to, to relieve some of the tension between a player and a coach Absolutely. or a room yeah. just a air, young guy air needs things to get out called a little bit out. you know yes. get that yeah. elephant in the room out in the open a little bit i mean yeah. some of the closest rooms that i've you know some of the closest d-line rooms that i've ever been in like guys will get into it about you know certain plays and stuff like that and you're really hard on each other and that's kind of what drives the greatness out of each other you know what i mean so it's funny to see that comparison like you're really close if but you're you can't also argue like, with your buddy you're not that yeah, tight exactly and it's the same thing being on a football team you got to have a little confrontation you do yeah well so it's, like, it's a be, group of you know juice stuff yeah guys yeah, that are just but 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 the thing about now i always talk about is that it's 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 a lot easier to have tough conversations with people after you lose. Yes. Yeah. When you winning, it's hard. It's literally it's hard because in your mind, you know, like, oh, everything's great. Yeah. Whatever, man. Like, and whatever. and you want to be real as a coach, right? Yeah. Like, because one of my pet peeves with coaches, they always, you know, sometimes they'll try to force their message into a win. Um, and, and, you know, like, just shoot us straight, you know, like, tell us what we're not doing well after a win. Tell us what we're doing well after a loss. You know, just be real with us. But you're right, it's really hard to convey that after you win 38-7 or that sort of thing. Yeah. Cash App, the easy way to send, spend, save, and invest with friends. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people, and that's money. I love going on a float with my buddies and my custom Cash App card. We head out to the James River, we pick up some drinks, we pick up some snacks along the way, somebody pays with their custom Cash App card, and we all share our cash tags and split the bill. That is what friends are for. Cash App provides us with an easy way to send and spend money, save and invest in stock and Bitcoin. Cash App, however, does not provide a dry pair of pants. You wanna remember that when you get off the river. Try the number one finance app in the App Store. Whether sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, or gifting, that's money, and that's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to create your own cash tag. We're not just heading into the big game season. We're heading into big ad season. It doesn't get much bigger than this. Two of the most iconic beer brands are about to make history this year. Coors Light and Miller Light are back in the big game after a 30-year absence. And for the first time ever, they're joining forces for a commercial. But the big mystery is... Which beer is the ad actually for? We're Team Miller Lite around here, so we're rooting for them to be the big winner for sure. But every little detail of the ad is completely under wraps until the actual game. So, you'll just have to wait to watch the game on game day and find out what happens with the rest of us. With a Miller Lite in hand, of course. The big game hasn't been this refreshing in 30 years. Be sure to tune in to see which of these beer giants reign supreme. And don't forget to pick up some Miller Lite to enjoy during the game. Get Miller Lite delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart 
by going to MillerLite.com slash Greenlight. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs. If Brian Dawkins was a kid right now, he's an Eagles fan, um, whose jersey are you buying? Like, I oh, know. Tw- 23. 23. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got, I got a 23 jersey. Right yeah. Now. Big addition. He, listen. Big addition. Listen. I didn't mention him in this as far as that yeah. was a blessing in this disguise because it wasn't the best yeah. thing in disguise. Because when you lose, when you lo- lose him, you lose a chess piece. Yes. You lose an eraser of mistakes. Yeah. You lose a playmaker that didn't recognize. I don't, may- maybe he already knew. We just yeah. didn't know. Yeah. But I'm telling you, when I was watching, the Saints games back in the day, and now you bring him to the Eagles, and now he's able to do all of these things right. and freeing them up. And now, now everybody got to see what he can actually do. Yeah, and that's one of the mistakes a lot of people make. Just because a guy can play man-to-man coverage um, well, you don't want to always put him in man-to-man yeah. because you won't see what he other things he can do. Yes, right. Yeah, um, um, Eric Berry was the same way. Same to me, of a phenomenal safety that could have had so much more, but they kept him in man to man all the time. Right. So we could never see the versatility. Right. But now with CJ, you get you're you're able to see his versatility. And again, I love a chess piece. I love a dude that you can move all over the field and he can make plays all over the field. And I love his doggone energy and his attitude. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I loved it oh, when he was in uh, in New Orleans. Yeah. He got two people to. Uh, uh, what what was it? Two two chain snatches on him or something like that. I didn't know. He that. got a couple of people to <laughs> oh, yeah. um, fight him on the, the field. Um, somebody who was that? that it was that William. Stole him. Um, oh, it was Wims. Yeah. yeah, it was Wims from the uh, was it the Bears? Yeah. yeah, in the playoff game. So if you get multiple people to do that to you, you're a bit of a you're doing something story. right. I like, <laughs> I, I like playing with guys like that. I really do. That was our t- Timmy Jernigan. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So Jalen Hurts. You know, uh, we were talking about this, the leap he made in a year. He had kind of a a messed up way to enter the league and, like, you know, all the conversation around him and Carson and what happened at the end of the game in, in I think, 19 uh, in, in Washington where they pulled him. And there's just all this crazy shit. Yeah. What do you think makes him tick? Because we were both saying we'd love to play with this guy because what he's got between his ears. And that's the thing. So when even when he was not necessarily playing the best on the field as far as his consistency throwing the football, yes, because he did struggle. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and tell you know tell you that he was having this year's success last year and the year before because he was not. No. So he was struggling. Yeah. But before he even got to the Eagles, I saw a young man that knew how to handle adversity. Yeah. I saw a young man that go from Alabama gets to play yeah. in Alabama and keep a mindset that they can keep you can keep the microphone in his face and he never said anything to to shame his parents, his name, the Alabama or anything else. Yeah. He always said the right thing and he didn't say and I didn't get the sense he was saying it because he knew he had to say the right thing. Mm. I got the sense that he was saying those things because that's what he was feeling. And then he goes to Oklahoma, and I think he's you know second in the Heisman. So that tells me that you have a young man that can fight through adversity. Yeah, that can have a coach sit him down in the in the in the national championship game, yeah. and still keep a smile on his face, but not just a smile on his face, to get better the next year. Yeah. So every year that he's been challenged, he's gotten better. Think yeah. about that. Better. Now you said you you have that same mentality of getting better, taking uh, taking um criticism your way mm-hmm. seeing what they see getting better and you bring that attitude to philadelphia yeah come on man yeah. like yeah, seriously perfect, what yeah. are they going to challenge you on right they're yeah. going to be challenging the dog got you all the time yeah, yeah everything so if i can take some of the things that they're saying see what some of the stuff that they're saying and then get better yeah. every year come on man yeah. so so that tell, that tells you have a mentally tough dude so you have a mentally tough dude that's able to run the ball um effortlessly Right. Make people miss, does not take big hits all the time. And now he can throw the ball down the field with consistency and accuracy. Right. Beautiful deep ball. Great. That's so to me, that's you not now you have all things working for you. You have a guy that can run the football, throw the football, and he's mentally tough and he's smart, understands the game. And just his character and the way he handles himself. Like I saw something this week that he's only twenty four years old and I did I had to read it again. I was like, damn, because like he seems like an old soul or like, you know, where he's I don't know him personally, but he seems so I wish I did. He seems so like unflappable, you know, like he's always kind of like, you know, like he's he just seems so cool and like calm and like 
just in control. You know, well, what he I mean? kept and, this team humble in a lot of ways. Yeah, he talked about how damn good they are, right? And everybody telling him, but how not too great humble. They are in the whole thing, but but Jalen after the game at the podium always took you know the proverbial high road, the humble side of the street. Yeah. Um, you know, the we got a lot of stuff we got to work on. Yeah, you know, and and I think that having that voice, you know, saying it out loud from your leadership is big. That's huge. On a team like this. Oh, it is huge. Yeah. Because, and you know, just like I know, that the quarterback position, especially the way the, the NFL is doing things, and yeah. the, the quarterback position will be a leader of your team. Yes. Right? And in some cases, that can be a forced thing. Yes. And in other cases, that can be, and it should be an earned thing. Yes. Like you yeah. earn the respect just because you are the quarterback. I'm not going to necessarily follow you. Yeah. I need to see some things from you, how you perform, how you handle yourself, how you do interviews. Yes. Right? And then I'm like, wow, this is someone that. It's a football player. Yeah, this is a football player. Yeah. Like, yeah I understand. So a, even though I'm a veteran. Yeah. yeah what, what you got to say, Hurst? What you got to yeah. I'm, I'm pretending to say. Yeah, I was like, damn, you he's know? tall. Yeah, so, so what you got, what you got for him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now I'm, I'm listening to this yeah. young cat because he's earned that yes. respect. Yes, and you could tell, talking to Lane and those guys, you'd have to earn their respect. He was respected right off the bat. Yeah. What do you think, man? We were talking about Andy Reid. If you're Andy Reid, step into his mind with two weeks. What's the game plan to try to slow down these rushers and still be able to move the ball? Andy Reid's always been big in the screen game. So Yeah. That, that's Sorry to steal your thunder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what but, I was going to say. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't wait. Yeah, yeah that's good. So the, the screens, um, a vitamin, pop them. And the different levels of screens, different kinds of screens. Yeah. To get defensive linemen, you only think you're going to run this way the whole game. Now we're going to have you running this way, yes. that way, back this way. We're yeah. going to keep you guessing so that you can't just go one one way the whole time. So that that would be my, especially the first 15 plays. Yeah. A lot of different personnel. Yep. Um, I can maybe even see some hurry up a little bit, you know, to keep yeah. them on the field, keep a certain personnel on the yeah. field, kind of see if they can get some of those big dudes tired out a little yes. bit. So all those are the type of the things I, I think will happen, especially the first 15 plays. I want to talk to you about uh, Tom Brady, man. You know, this is retirement number two. Uh, I don't personally believe that he's done because uh, he left the window open the other day. He was really? talking to somebody. Yeah. What did he say, Reed? He said that he still loves football. He, he, still, loves he still wants to play. Uh, Wait but a he's not finna pump figures like Brett Favre. <laughs> I think it might be Is Brett he pump Favre figure? number he's two. Pump I think it might be Brett Favre number two. <laughs> but, like, you know, I look at his status if he walks away. And it's ironic that Patrick's playing this week because he's the guy who – probably would have the best chance to ever be in that conversation at this point with free agency and the way things are, it's so hard to fathom a guy winning seven rings. But what do you think a guy would have to do to be in that conversation? Like you played against Tom. Wow. And, and to the point, first of all, is longevity, right? Yeah. Being yeah. in the right place for that long period of time. And you're right. It's not just, um, Mahomes, though, so it's it's what they have created around him. Yes, um, it does not need Cheetah anymore. He doesn't have to have that guy, but he can do other things because of his arm talent. I think that with with Tom and that system that they had in 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 with the Patriots, some of it early on was probably yeah. more coaching. Yeah, and then as it went on, it <laughs> yeah. became more about you see what I'm saying. He had like three careers. Right, right. You know, in the beginning, it was like he was running a system. The defense was winning them games. Yep. He was clutch. You know, he did his his job, yep. right? And then there was the prolific Tom, and then there was the older Tom. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, it's interesting. And sometimes I actually feel bad for Drew. I got to interview him recently. It was like, you know, he, he definitely, uh, that's, that's unfortunate that your backup's Tom Brady. I mean... Yeah, that's major. <laughs> I was just trying to think who, what, what other sport that has happened that the, Wally Pip. I don't know. Pip Wally Pip. Yeah, that's the only person yeah. I can yeah. think of. But I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's, it is a longevity. It's and part of it was Bill. Like you think it was kind of fifty-fifty when you attribute the success they had over that time. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you, you mentioned something that people don't necessarily mention all the time is that defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what they did to Marshall Falk, and like, yeah. the list goes on the schemes that they came up with to stop these different 
uh, offenses to put them in position to not have to throw score a lot of points. Yeah. To always be in game so that then when clutch Tom does throw those couple of balls, yeah. like he didn't have to throw a whole bunch of them. Yeah. He just had to throw a, a couple of them because the defense was balling out so much. And, you know, um, uh, Seattle, right? Defense yeah. basically won the game in that one. Yeah. So he didn't have to win all of them. Yeah. He was clutch. Yeah. But to your point, those three-tiered ways of doing things, um, it's a longevity thing. Yeah. So it has to be someone that has longevity. Not just with that person, though. And yeah. that's what I, I guess that's also what I was trying to say. Tom didn't have longevity by himself. He had longevity with a system. Yes. Yeah. Longevity with a coach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and I don't see, and please don't take take it this way. I don't see Big Red retiring anytime soon. Yeah. But, but my point is that longevity is very important. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he'd have to coach for a lot longer to catch Tom. If you want those two to do it all together, um, that's a lot of rings, man. Um, if you, if if we we extend this conversation a little bit, I was asking if you saw LeBron last night because he uh, broke the scoring record. We were both in transit, but um, the highlights were cool. People are always argue about MJ and LeBron, right? Like, and it's always like the old heads. We want Jordan to be the goat, and uh, young guys want LeBron to be the goat. Trent Dilfer this week was talking about. How I don't know if you heard this. He's not impressed with today's quarterbacks because of the way the defense is played mm. and litigated in today's NFL. How do you compare eras? You know, like how different was the game really? You know it's, what I mean? Like people say that a lot, but you played it and you kind of were in the transition, right? Yeah. And and that's the thing about it. It is tough to talk about eras. So I couldn't do some of the things that Night Train Lane could do. Right. Right. The game was not, they weren't throwing the ball a little bit yard anyway, but the specific yeah. things that were not called flags that were yeah. called flags when I was playing. Um, th with the understanding of the NFL that the quarterback is not a position that just going to stand eight yards deep right. and throw the ball all over the yard. Right. I'm not saying there's not guys that can do that, but it's because there are. Right. But that's no longer the model. Right. The model is a more mobile individual, not necessarily a runner, yeah. but someone that's more mobile to be yeah. able to get some things done. So, and then with the um, continue to push the envelope as far as putting receivers or receiver-like individuals yeah. in the lineup, that changes the way that the defense can. You don't. You no longer have a like just run stuffing middle linebacker yes. necessarily, right? Yeah, because. That person would not be able to survive. <clears throat> yeah. So you need a versatile individual to be able to yes stop the run, yeah. but I need to be able to run and get to the, the deep middle. Look, look at the 49ers. 49ers. With, that's yeah, just, that's yeah, exactly with Juszczyk yeah. and their lineup, yeah. McCaffrey in the slot all the time, and all the creative different things they can do with Kittle and Debo. And I mean, yeah. that kind of seems like that's you know now, where it's trending. Now I'm not saying that that has not been the case because. The 49ers have had some pretty good linebackers. Yeah. Right. They have right. Some, right. So yeah. And they say Fred Warner is like bigger than me. Yeah. Like he's if yeah. he walked through the door right now, he'd be it's like we ran into Brandon Marshall yeah. at the airport yesterday. <laughs> that's, 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 he's that's huge. Picture with him, I'm like, that's oh, a that's yeah. a good cat, man. He's huge. huge. But yeah. like Fred Warner's a big guy. Yeah. Drake Greenlaw is a great linebacker. Right. Yeah. But uh yeah, you're right. So the versatility in those guys. And yeah. so uh, some of these things are starting when they're in little leagues and pop warning, like the positions are more seamless. I would say yeah. mm. like, you're not, again, if you're a linebacker, you're going to be this tough, you know, gap, a gap to a gap. Yeah. You know. How about the way running backs are used now? Like, do you think we're going to see a resurgence in the importance of running backs? Or do you think it's going to continue to be one of these, like the Eagles, the Cowboys pay their running backs. They're going to tag Tony Pollard. They pay him and Zeke the combined amount that I think the Eagles have paid running backs for like the last five years. And it and that that's going to be the case going forward. Each team are going to put the um, the emphasis on the things that they think are most important. Yeah. And the Eagles for the longest period of time, even like even even when I was there, Andy when he came in, it was running back by committee. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was no longer Deuce Deuce was the guy, but then Brian Westbrook, and right. then we had. Um, uh, was we grabbed uh, uh, Buck Holter, right? Buck Holter, yeah. yeah. Buck was back there as well, so it was always a running back by committee type of thing. Yeah, 
And so if you look at today's NFL, that's kind of how it is, right? Yeah. It's kind of a running back by committee thing. It's kind of yeah. how it was for us in 2017. Yep. I mean, Same thing, yeah. Yeah, LG. LG. Yep. Corey Clement played yeah. so well in the Super Bowl, yeah. stuff like that. Who were the guys when you played that you had to really bring your hard hat to go tackle? You know, I know you were on the winning end of 99% of them, but there had to be maybe one guy that you were like, damn, he runs hard. Hard? Yeah. Um, he was just a big dude. He ran hard, too, but, like, Brandon Jacob was just – That's exactly dude. who we were but he was. About. But he, he was <laughs> – he, he was, was also, a defensive was, end. He was a big target, though, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, so I just – like me, yeah. I wasn't a great tackler. I'd just kind of fly in there. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to miss this guy. You know, like no, – but he's so, going to – and, and that's the thing about it. I would rather – and this is going to sound crazy. I would rather tackle a big dude than a shifty dude. Yeah, me too. I agree. Any of the other yeah. You're hanging on a block, and yeah. there's a small – like, we were talking about Pacheco for the uh, – for the Chiefs, yeah. For the Chiefs, yeah, and how hard he runs. Yeah. And how he's just run a million miles. Like, that's a dude that's hard to tackle and like, in between the tackles because you're hanging on a block and he's coming full head of steam and, like, arm tackles. You, not you can't do really no, get a full no, – no, you can't get no. great vision. <laughs> I have played my hand from Marshawn Lynch. He ran through an arm tackle yeah. and just exploded my hand. He I got to play my hand because you can't – you got to bring your whole body yeah. on these guys. Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted to improve my gut health, boost my energy, enhance my immune system, and wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies. And now we podcasters at Greenlight are getting on the AG1 train. With every daily serving, I'm setting myself up for success with 75 high quality ingredients that give me key daily nutrients and long-term gut health support. I get up every morning, the first thing I do is uh, I I mix in some AG1 with some water, that's all I need, tastes great. Uh, It definitely has improved my digestion, keeping me regular. Sorry if that's TMI, but I'm feeling good. I think it's helped my energy level. I think there's a, a ton of ways that AG1's helped me and I probably have no idea. That's the great thing about this. It's going to surprise you. Your life's going to get better in ways that you don't even realize. Ready to take on my day, ready to hit the record button on the podcast, ready to go. Also, the cost of AG1 is less than $3 a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. Win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash greenlight. That's athleticgreens.com slash greenlight. Check it out. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos for the big game and the upcoming college basketball tournament. Don't miss out on the fun. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-888. Josh McDaniels, uh, he's in Vegas. Were you with him in Denver? You were with him in Denver. Okay, because I would I, do you think when you see a coach's first time around, do you think that that coach is capable of learning and like improving upon their second time? You know, like sometimes guys don't get second chances. Like Frank Wright got a second chance as a head coach. Yeah. I think people realized it was kind of a screwed up deal in Indy. Todd Bowles got another one. Did you ever think Josh would get another job? Yes. You did? Yeah. So they've had too much success. Yeah. With the Patriots, even though it yeah. went as bad as it did yeah. with the with the um, Broncos, it's like he goes back to the Patriots and they go back to having success yeah. again. So I knew at some point somebody was going to be like, "Well, maybe he's learned some things. Yeah. And maybe we need to give him another chance." So I knew I knew at some point he was going to get another chance. Yeah, Josh. If he did not stay just to take it over from 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 Belichick. Josh was like, I had him in St. Louis and then I had him in New New England. I really liked him. Yeah. He just probably had a lot to learn about how to like deal with players. I think probably one of the hardest parts of, as a first time head coach is this stuff, you know, yeah. 
Um, what was your experience there? My experience with Josh was Josh didn't know who Josh was. He didn't know who he was yet. He didn't know who he was. Um, it was so much about how he communicated and how he did things was Belichick. Right. Yeah. It was some of his dress to, you know, the way he's like his mannerisms, like if if you, and I I wasn't even a player with Belichick and I can see what that's not him. Yeah. And and to your point, some of the communication. So, and he tried to micromanage too many things. Right. Um, He wanted to have his hand in a lot of things. And, and here's the crazy thing about it. Like he's a brilliant dude. He is. The stuff that he would give us to prepare for teams would be like right on point. Yeah. So it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. I think that he, you know, with the Broncos, he didn't empower like a, you're the defensive coordinator. Yeah. But you're not the defensive coordinator. Right. I'm the defensive coordinator. Right. Right. You're yeah. the offensive. I, I'm, I'm yeah. going to hire you for the offensive coordinator, but you're not the offensive coordinator. Right. I'm like, you're the special teams coach. Yeah. But you're not the special. So team he was team. trying to do what they did. That's why you got to delegate. The delegation. Yes. There's like yeah. it's like don't yes. try this at home with Bill. Yeah. yeah you know, exactly. like even with Bill right now, he's having a hard time doing it. Yeah. You know, you can't. Bill Parcells, I heard, like, he said, I, I want to buy the groceries and cook dinner. You know, like, I, I want personnel yeah. in, in influence. I want the coaching decisions made. Like, that's too hard, man, today's game. It's you know? tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. And not only that, it's, like, it's, it's tough from a mental, from a physical. It drains you. And I, I can yeah. see it. It, yeah. it. it was really draining out of it. So, hopefully he has – he knows who he is in this, in this next step. And hopefully he's empowered those individuals. I'm not saying that he can't. Um, give some of the tips that he has, but ultimately I trust you because yes. I've hired you to do this yes. thing. This is what I've seen. If you can add it to what you do, yeah. go ahead. But if not, I trust you. Yeah. So that I can concentrate on being the head coach and the offensive coordinator. Okay. B Dog. This is this is cool, man. We were talking about this. You're an author. Which is like people don't associate that with being a football player, right? Yeah. But because I'm a jock. <laughs> right, right. We we don't. Yeah, yeah. We, we're not that smart. I can't right? even read. So. But you got, dude. You got you you got that next to your name now. Uh, how's that feel? And tell me about your book. It's called Blessed by the Best: My Journey to Canton and Beyond. Um, and you can find out more about it. I presume at BrianDawkins.com. Right, yes, man. Yes, yes. Now, so first of all, I, I never thought that I would have author beside my name. Yeah, I kind of said that earlier. I thought. I thought that authors were for other individuals, people that more astute than myself yeah. can author a book. And um, it really came to fruition that my heart began to change on that subject matter when I was preparing my speech. And I didn't I didn't write my speech. I don't know if you know that I always speak from my heart. Right. So I just write a couple of names down, a couple of topics down that I always speak from my heart. And I wanted to put those experiences in a book. To yeah. allow people again to see my journey to Canton and beyond, and, and some of the things that I'm about to begin to do now, um, as a as a mindset coach and all of those things, is to once again begin to open up and wake up those things and help other people. I can't do anything, but what I can do is I can help you see what you can't see that I see, and help you then come up with a plan to go after that thing that you would not have gone after. And your family would not then be blessed to then pass on to generations to come Mm -hmm. had I not been able to speak into your life. Right. So that's the space I'm entering into. So that's what the book is kind of about. The Weapon X thing, there was, I mean, like uh, some hardship in that, right? A lot of hardship. Yeah. So, um, you know, Weapon X, first of all, Weapon Weapon X was idiot man. For a long time, I called him Idiot Man. Idiot Man. That was Idiot Man. Like, what's Um, this guy doing? Yeah, this idiot. (laughs) 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 But before he was Idiot Man, he was just—I was just an angry kid. Yeah. And that was those were emotions that I would be pouring out on the field, Um, because at the time I didn't know. I know it now, but at the time I didn't know that I had anger issues. Yeah. I would throw and go into fits of rage and things of that nature, and I use anger all the time. Right. I mean, it wasn't passion. Like it was literal anger for a long period of time in my life. I yeah. just used anger. It's always an angry guy. But I had to then learn to um, reimagine the way that I talked about that rage, that anger, that that anger, that rage was really just information or energy or information, however you want to say it, that I can use it a different way. Right. And once I began to understand that, then. When I stepped on the field, 
I wasn't all. I wasn't uh, angry. Oh my god! Yeah. I was a. Uh, I'm going to come and get you because yeah. I can. So it was a more enlightening. I was a more. I was yeah. a. It, it was a more impassioned way of going after yeah. football instead of me being just as angry. I'm gonna punish everything because I'm mad at everything. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. And like knowing you, the way we got to know you, man, like. If I was to put a bunch of adjectives on a whiteboard about you, ang angry would not be yeah. even close to one of them. Like you're the most humble, chill, awesome dude, self possessed. Yeah, and yeah. like and 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 you know can talk to anybody, the whole thing. But we also know you're intense with a capital <laughs> I N T E N S E, and that might be the number one adjective yeah. I'm putting on the board next to you. And like intensity, your intensity to find out it was once anger. I mean, it's just tremendous. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. But it know, sounds like you, you harnessed you it and used it, it, you know, as fuel, which is crazy. And I don't know if you remember just the story that I told you uh, right before the the, uh, the uh, Minnesota game when I spoke in front of you guys. And mm -hmm. the story that I told you was not what was literally was something that I was that I was blessed to receive in my yeah. study time, my prayer time that, you know, fl a flood comes in and a flood flash flood destroys everything in its path. Yeah. But when you have a dam up and it has vents, that same brush of water, you can then decide how how far, how wide, and how long to open the vents up. And that vent then all of a sudden powers generators. So now in my mind, wow, I get a chance. I can refocus this energy that I'm feeling in one space yeah. and use it in another way. Wow. So I mean, on game day, I can pour out all that frustration <laughs> or everything that I was, I can pour. So you, you feel mm -hmm. me? So again, I'm no longer being pulled down by anger. Yeah. I'm being uplifted. That's so right? awesome. Yeah. So now again, it's so I'm, I'm, I'm operating from a completely different space. It's, it's no longer this heavy space of anger that i'm operating in i'm operating from this place of the passion and intensity i like i like intensity the intensity of being able to play this game and 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 do it in such a way as to 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 be one of the best i've ever done it right so and I to can, raise levels around yes you. absolutely and then and like i told you i want to invite people to my party yeah bring yeah. people along yeah, so, come on. yeah so yeah dude. so come on yeah it's a welcoming it's a welcoming intensity yeah if I was your teammate, <laughs> I would have been over there like, yo, let me, hey, let me yeah. get some of this. Let me, get, let me get that let me get charger and plug it yeah. in here. And I was talking to Trot, um, and he brought up a, he brought up something um, about a play he made. He, he made a play in the backfield, and I was like 20 yards downfield. He said he did his he did his axe chop, and as soon as he turned around, I headbutted him. Yeah. <laughs> so that means that I ran 20 yeah. yards full speed, and I was like, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> I want a little bit of that. I want Dude. some of that energy, right? Right. So it, it's it's that same thing. Man. Yeah. Like if I if, if you make a play, bro, and I see you make, and I see it's like I'm gonna it's assault you. Yeah. I'm coming. I'm dog. coming. You Dude, know I'm coming. There's because there is nothing better than the feeling of I made a play and four of my brothers jump on my back. Yeah. It's exhausting. That's just it's it's exhausting, <laughs> but and you damn near hurt you sometimes. Yeah. But you're like we are on right yeah. now. Like and, and you feel my electricity. You I'm feel feeling up. yours. Yes. Like that's what playing great defense and is. In the back of my mind, I'm about to one up you. Yeah. You got you got this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's what I'm about uh -huh. to go do. You see? Yeah. So that like that was always my mentality. That's so awesome. I loved it. Loved it. How Chris do you get, I, how do you get it out of your system now? Yeah. We, how do you because there's you know it's still in you. Oh, we were joking. We were wondering this. how do you. If you're ever like, you know, at home walking around and you stub your toe or something on a corner and then you black out and you come back and weapon X and crawl around <laughs> on all fours, kitchen, yeah. you know, like, is there anything you that ever just... relapse and turn yeah. into weapon X <laughs> yeah. in your oh, everyday man. life? Like oh, a plane's man. going I, off, some yeah. plane noises. Yeah. Yeah, man, I've studied the brain. I've studied uh, like uh, a neuroscience and stuff. So that's uh, that's the, the direction I'm heading yeah. to kind of understand those things. And I will tell you, but I, I let I let that dude come out to play, man, when I work out. Yeah. Yeah. I still when I get in there, I get in there like I don't I don't necessarily run the way that I used to run. <laughs> um but I I still do my sprint things and stuff on the treadmill, but when I lift, bro, we need it. it. Yeah. I get it's it. amazing how much we it. need it after football. Absolutely. I wasn't working out enough and you know like I wasn't healthy. You know, I just yeah. wasn't feeling right and just getting back in the gym and getting and challenging yourself, you know, mentally and physically, the endorphins from it. Chris has got to go climb a mountain every year. To, yeah, he's got to climb Kilimanjaro every year yeah, to get to that feel out. Good. Yeah. But here's the thing, man. That physical activity, though, your body, if you just look at it, and I, I'm, I don't want to get too deep into this, but yeah. if you just look at it, 
Um, there's a reason why that when the person's in the hospital, they move them. They try to flip them. Yeah. Right? When you lie and you stay stagnant, you begin to atrophy. Yeah. So your body punishes you so that, you know, mm-hmm. when you don't move, but it rewards you tremendously. When you are doing exercises like that in that moment, especially when you feel like you've killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Your body releases the the best combination of feel good chem, uh, chemicals into the system yep. that you can Those ever endorphins. receive at any. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But it's a combination of a whole bunch of them mm. into your system. So it blesses you. And from an, for, an, uh, for all of us, it help it can help mitigate your anxiety people yes. who yeah. are anxious and you're going through i'm not saying it's going to cure anything it can it can because i have anxiety yes. and you know like i've dealt with being you know some downs you know like what clinical depression or whatever but you know there's a lot of changes going on for us after we leave the mm-hmm. game and i i'm telling you i couldn't write the ship until i got my ass in gear mm-hmm. and got back to doing what made us happy yeah. for so many yeah. years yeah. you know we don't have a choice now it's like how we're wired and and you would think that would be the case with everybody, but it's not. There's there there are individuals that worked out because they had to. Yeah, I worked out because I love to. Because yeah. I love to, and that's a difference. Yeah, I love to work out, and I love again. I love the feeling that I feel. I can walk into, um, I can go by a couple of days without lifting, say a week without lifting, and my wife will literally tell me, "When's the last time you worked out?" Cranky, because <laughs> yeah, because I start getting yeah. cranky, right? And so, and it's like when I go in, I feel one way. When you come out, you feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, um, that's that's those. I feel that's, more that's, like that's me. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all those feel good yeah. chemicals the body is blessing you with because you blessed it to yeah. move. All right, give me a final score prediction man. before we let you go, man. I've been stuck on thirty-five to thirty, brother. Thirty-five, thirty. Thirty-five, thirty. Sounds like the Jeez. over for the people at home who like to play. <laughs> Uh, I'm stuck on that scoring. Yeah, yeah it's for gonna, sure. I, I think it's going to be a, a you know a high scoring game. Well, good it's man. It's going to be a high scoring game. But the Eagles are going to pull it out. Go birds. Go yeah, birds. I didn't even need to ask the team. <laughs> yeah. So one more time, BrianDawkins.com. The book is blessed by the best. My journey to Canton and beyond. And uh, Doc, you're an author, Hall of Famer, and somebody we're really proud to call a friend. Appreciate you coming out to hang with us, dude. Appreciate really do. You, yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. I'm